Welcome to episode 73 of Those Millennials Podcast. Today, I'm your host, K the Classic, Classic K. Uh, I'm here with my uh, nearest and dearest, my boys in real life. Uh, Jay's here. Uh, Rail's here. Off camera again. Great. Rail, you're really good at this podcast and shit, man. I swear to, I swear to God, man. Bro, I'm getting my, I'm getting my sound, doing uh, a sound check. Uh, fellas, how... how We've been away for a little bit, and I'm going I'm to kind of explain to the audience kind of why. So, fellas, first of all, I'm going to start doing this from now on. How are, how are you guys doing? How is your mental health going? How's your mental health? How's your mental space going? Go ahead, Ryan. I'm going through some changes, but it's a part of growth. It's like everything else. It's a part of growth. Growing pain, that's all it is. Learn as you come with it, you know. That's it. Jess? I'm good, you know. Ups and downs, you know, being an actor, you know, you have your ups and downs. Uh, Been taking more L's with these auditions, but hey, I got to just keep doing it. You know, I had two today. So, you know what I mean? You guys may see me in a commercial near you. Hey, (laughs) that'd be fine. All right, so let's get the elephant out of the room. early um the reason why we haven't been recording uh first of all from all of us probably not including you i like to apologize for the lack thereof of content from us um you do you guys i I would hope you guys would be understanding that obviously this is not our day-to-day real jobs as much as we would like it to be yet uh but we do have lives uh, I am a new dad trying to balance being a new dad and working uh, while I have a girl who's working now, too, because she's back at work. Uh, Rail is moving to Las Vegas. So shout out to him. Uh, editor, add in the applause for Rail moving to, to, to Las Vegas. Oh, we can't afford that. But um, next time, next shout, time, next time. Shout out to Rail. He's 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 on to bigger and better things. He's moving out here to the to the desert with your boy. So shout out to him. Go ahead. You, you not gonna add anything. Uh-uh. Vegas Vegas Rail is what they gonna call me, man. <laughs> Vegas Rail. Right. And then my man Jess would talk. What he just said. He's he's been auditioning on his grind, trying to you know. He just did a finish the play real plug. Jess put plug your play real quick so maybe some people some people can watch it. Uh, the play is called The Shipment. It is part of the CSUN uh, theater. They called me to fill in. Uh, they lost the actor at the last second. And, you know, the person that called me was like, I only have one person in mind to uh, replace. I know you can do the job. And uh, I said, I can do it. I can do it. And look, man, it's fun. Look, look what blacks can do. Look what the blacks can do. I mean, yeah, yeah. look, I'll say this. Um, it's part of the CSUN. Uh, CSUN's Cal State North is the college I, my alma mater. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, while I was there at the theater department, uh, there's, you know, there's always a small group of black people in the theater department, any theater department you go to. 
if it's like majority white school um, or major if black people are the minority. And um, so are we? I'm, 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 just, I'm fucking. You know, I'm, I'm just like because you know there's HBCUs and can't oh. say, you know can't say that with HBCUs, but uh, which I would would have loved to go to instead. But um, I, what I, I was gonna say is like we you know pushed for more shows uh, for black people for like you know. And the argument was like, we weren't gonna get people to come out to audition and stuff like that. And fast forward, you know, five years later, every single semester they do a show that's, you know, uh, geared towards people of color. And this time it was the shipment. And uh, this one is a, it's a satirical play on black stereotypes. And um, it's very, you know, it's, it's it's gonna be weird for people but it's um different parts of it different moments and um, i would like to describe it's it's like three different plays in one so you're definitely gonna enjoy it i'm in like the last half an hour of the play um so i i think people enjoy it and get it i wish you would be able to see it on stage it would have been 10 times better but of course with what's going on we can't uh do that but um definitely check it out if you're looking for it it's at the go to the seesaw website theater i think it's called theater slash something i'll give kev the hyperlink so when he's posting uh this up he can put that up for y'all but um uh, you posted on your social we retweeted I would, but yeah, uh, Jess, I, Jesse, Jess, Jesse's went dark. Jess's, yeah, I went Jess's dark. Went dark. Oh, Jess went dark on the social. It's funny because I'm getting all these messages on there. And I'm like, why the fuck are people messaging me? Oh, <laughs> right, I was in a play. Hey, I'm getting tagged and stuff, and I was Jess, just like, Jess I'm... went dark. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you know, that's really dope, and uh, I'm definitely last few couple of weeks I was uh, filming my my scene my parts for that so that's why we had to take the last couple of weeks off you know what i mean but um you know always a good place that's you know theater's my love and uh i definitely said that i'm doing i'm gonna do this play because it was this play in particular was all black cast all black and then we have um student directed shows this was all black directors i was like and the first student directed show I was like, I was a part of it as a director and I was one of two uh, black directors. And then to fast forward this much time over and given everything that's gone on in the world, you got five directors and I'm listening to them. They're bright, they're smart. They, they're, you know, a joy to work with. They, they know what they're doing and, um, you know, and, Look forward to seeing their work in the future because I, I I believe they got a bright future in this guy. So that's all I can really say about it. That's that's dope, man. That like, so we're saying this to say that that's you know we're we're trying not to make excuses, but that this has been the reason why we haven't been recording. Our schedules have been wonky. Like I said, we we all have lives. We all have stuff going on. <clears throat> uh, but I will say, part of me is happy that we weren't able to record in the, in the last couple of weeks in uh, the laundry list of bullshit that we would have been forced to talk about because it was happening at the time. 
um, like the stupid Nike and Little Nas X situation. Um, I wouldn't even talk about it. <laughs> uh, not to mention, uh, we've talked about this numerous of times. Uh, Paul Pierce, uh, IG Live. Which he did nothing probably would have been a probably would have been a really fun time and whatever, but uh, good riddance. Um, he did, he's innocent, he did nothing wrong. Nobody, uh, nobody said he did, huh? I said, like, nobody said he did anything wrong. No, nobody, nobody said he was doing anything wrong. To get real, real, or we would have talked about LaMelo Bob going on a date with Tina Trump. Or what? What? About, or you wanted to talk about yeah. that? Yeah, I, I I definitely would have brought it up. That knowing me, because that's kind of the stuff I pay attention to. But like, <laughs> um, or or what else happened? I mean, obviously, you know, the is big one, Tina which is Trump. Is it Tina Trump or Tiana Trump? I always say Tina Trump. It's Tiana Trump. You're she right. the one who she the one who blew off AB. She blew off everybody, bro. But yeah, it, no, <laughs> that. But really? she did that. She did that on the OnlyFans, though. She. That's, that's her job. <laughs> Water is wet, Jesse. <laughs> um, or obviously we would have talked about uh, the tragic passing of uh, DMX. Oh, we still um, we could start there. We could start there. Um, there was just a laundry list of stuff that at least I felt myself that a I didn't want to necessarily talk about uh, in a vacuum. Uh, even the DMX thing right now, I don't necessarily want to dig deep into because it's still kind of not real. Like watching people you grew up with die like does something to you <clears throat> um like it, it really does it does something to your psyche and now that i'm a father uh everything that's going on in the world with uh more you know water is wet uh police killings uh murders of innocent young not even black uh people just people in general uh you know latino mexican people um get in chicago chicago yeah uh and then obviously today in, in indianapolis we had another mass shooting uh at a fedex which for those who don't know um for three of my family members work at fedex not obviously indianapolis fedex but they work at a fedex um so like for me it's, it's, it's really, really been rough because now when I see these this kind of shit, it does something to you when you're a parent. Like, yeah. it really does. It, it really, like, we all talk about stuff hitting hard. Like, it really, really, like, that, uh, I always, I'm, I wrote his name down to not forget him. Um, Adam Toledo, uh, the, the 13-year-old uh, boy that was shot and killed by a lying-ass uh, white police officer, um, in Chicago, um, the, it, it really, it really, really did something to me to where, um, I don't know, it just like, just, just being a parent, like the, seeing and hearing these stories, it just does something differently to you. Um, I didn't want to take this in, into a place like that. So like, I, uh, I'm a, 
whatever you guys kind of want to hit on. I mean, I want to kind of brighten the mood if you guys kind of want to talk about the new trailer for Fashion and Fast Nine. You guys want to hit on well, that? Well, well, hold on. I just, I got, okay. but I got one thing to say. I just do. Yeah. This is yeah. this, this just really just been bothering my mental. And just as a black man growing up in today's society, and I just have to get this off. It is the line that, like, the, just the fact that our line keeps getting pushed further on murder, and, and, and like, 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 I was, I was sitting, I was working, and I was sitting, and I was actually thinking. I said. And I was thinking about my grandmother recently because her birthday just passed. She was telling me all the shit that she used to go through. And she was saying, she, you know, she's like, you know, they'll justify anything that, you know, if, if, if you got your skin's a certain way. She would tell me that. And it, it just, it just, when I sit here and I watch, like, I'm disgusted at this country. Like, when I look at the trial of George Floyd and they say, like, oh, was it fumes? Was it fentanyl? That shit, that's, that shit made me sick. It just, it just, it, 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 fuck so it, like, like, I, I watch it, and then I, I literally look at myself, like, damn, what is the price? What, what is my life worth in this country? Like, 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 what, what, who am I in this world? Like, like, if, if this is what the shit that goes on, like, he murdered the man. Like, we see video nine minutes, his knees on his neck, and we're questioning every logic to get somebody off, the other than say, like, damn, he fucked up. You know, like they're like that's what I'm saying, it, and it is just, it just I don't know. Just, I'm wait. I'm literally waiting, and I know Jesse probably wants to go. I'm literally waiting for the day for a police officer to come out and just be like, "I fucked up." And again, not it's not like, obviously it's not going to fix anything. It's not going to make things better, but I'm literally waiting for the time for like. Uh, one of the police, like a police, like the situation with, uh, I, I don't want to mess up his name, but his last name is Wright, Dylan Wright. What's his name? Did I say it right? Dante, Dante Wright. Dante Wright. Um, I mixed him with the basketball player. Um, uh, like everybody saw the footage and we all know, like, I don't want to go through the, the taser, like anybody who has common sense, taser, gun, taser, gun, like, like I don't even want to get to that part. But the fact that we heard the audio of this woman shoot, walk to the other officers and say, oh, I shot him. Like, again, it does something to you. It does something to you. Like, it it really, like, again, it, like, Black people, we carry this trauma. Like, that's why I said I'm going to start asking you guys about mental health because we are all carrying this trauma that we see on our phones. Like we carry it with us, like it stays with us. It doesn't go anywhere. Like all this shit that has been happening in the world. And obviously the, 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 the light was lit with the George Floyd um, relit, I should say with the George Floyd um, murder. But like, the, that, the fact that this shit continues and continues and continues and continues to still fucking happen. Um, I no longer get, like, I, I don't want to lose this feeling of, like, where people say that they feel numb when this happens. Like, they don't feel anything anymore. I don't want to feel that feeling. I, I want to sit in all this because, unfortunately, it's it's 
kind of been our job as black men and as black women to carry this trauma because that's what all we've known been being on the being on this side in North being on this side in America is is carrying trauma. Yeah. Glad just um very well said. Um <laughs> So many things to tackle. <laughs> I know we just threw a lot at you right now. No, yeah. no, you're, you're good. Like, uh, because it's like I wanted to respond to one thing, then it's like, yeah, 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 I know. But, um, all right, well, I guess I'll, I'll start with the George Floyd uh, case. Um, I just want, don't want, like, look, I made a choice to not watch that. Like, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to waste my time watching that. You're not paying attention to it? I'm not watching it either, but I'm... I I get updates on it, but it's one of those things where it's like, look, I'll say this. Anything that the defense lawyers try to bring up is their job. We have to... They have to. That is their... They they, they have to do that. It's it's sick and it's twisted, but you're right. They have to create a reasonable doubt. They have to create that. The real problem is, is that, uh, what is his name? Derek Chauvin. Uh, there you go. That's what we should be calling it, by the way. Yeah, Derek Chauvin is so, um, so privileged enough to believe that he can take this to court and plead not guilty. That we saw, we watched a video, and he still believes he can get off. That he's being a, like he's innocent. The officer made him believe so much that he's doing his job that he believes he will get off on this because he's a police officer. That says more to me than anything else because we we can bring up all of this stuff, and they're gonna create a reason, try to create this reasonable doubt, anything, and you're gonna tell the jury you have to disregard anything that was not brought up in this trial but they've been living unless they somehow were in fucking a coma for the last year they know everything they have listened they have watched i know they're all like on lock and key right now they can't go out they can't talk about but they know everything that's gone on so they're not being reintroduced to anything except the the defense is telling them something that will create a reasonable doubt. Now, that being said, I just, you know, that trauma alone, like that idea, like, because at the end of the day, if Derek Chauvin goes to prison, he goes to prison and the world goes on, but you know, yeah, it's that, one less, it's one less racist cop on the free. On George the Floyd I, is yeah. still dead. His daughter still gone. Have a yeah. father and, the best way they can do is just give them money and put the man in prison. But I don't, I, I don't see like that. Like some people call it justice. I, I, I just don't, I don't get that from that feeling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got I just don't get that. But, um, you know, that's for my own, my own self to bear with that one. But, um, I, what I would say is I don't, not that I don't get, I feel like there's just, I don't get a satisfaction in that. I just don't. Cause at the end of the day, we still, we lost the brother. We still, in order to make change, unfortunately, a body has to be, we have to end up with a black body. Somehow, some way we have to end up with another body. You know what I mean? Most people are going to say what they want about um, Dante, right? Wait. Not Dante, right? Um, uh, what was it, J- Jarrell? 
It's right. That's correct. Dante right. Dante yeah. right. There you go. And they're gonna say whatever they got to say about him. But I'll just tell people there is times where a police officer can just be like, We know where he lives, we know where to find him. Let him go. But let him go. Yeah. That doesn't mean bring a death sentence to him. Everything is not a shootout. Everything is not the wild, wild west. You guys, you didn't just get the, the, you didn't just make the case of the century and caught the most wanted man in America. Like you didn't do that. You can let them go and you can catch him. You have his address. You know where his mom's going to leave. You have his number. You know, like, it's just one of those things where there's this idea that you feel like you have to use lethal force. With yeah, for what? So, um, so on BOMM, not to cut you off, Jesse. On so on BOMM, they were talking about um, uh, a writer. Um, so two, so two black guys, right? They grew up, they went to school together, high school and college. One became a police officer, the other one became a writer. Um, one, uh, the the writer wanted to, to witness a day in the life of being a police officer. Mind you that after this time, time has passed and these dudes kind of grew apart. Like they started, you know, they, they, you know, they grew apart. Um, he hit up his boy, his police officer boy and asked him, Hey, um, I'm trying to do this story about police officers. Uh, can I go along for a ride along with you? Mind you, these were, these were like best of friends. Like they were, they were boys. Um, so he goes on the ride along with them. And like he said, he this is his man, the man he knew for a long time. They basically grew up together. Um, and he noticed with the police, like they ride around in their cars just looking for action, look for action. Oh, oh, that's a that's a 236. Oh, woo, woo, let's go, man. I'm bored. Let's go get some action. Like, like, like they just need to go do something. Like they feel the need to just be active Important. in their cars instead of like they just need to go do something right like they just instead of just being again i'm not saying treat it like a job because I, what, what police officers are supposed to be it, I, I will say there are some jobs that are supposed to be more than jobs like doctors if that's more than just a job like it, obviously that's more it's a, like a you're life saving influence. lives yeah you're yeah. saving lives like it's more than just a job and i yeah what I feel like a police officer should be is this is more than a job as well. But the fact that he was saying that, that his man's was literally, they were riding around the car and he was like, he was bored. Like he need just any kind of call for anything. Like got the juices flowing. Like he was like, yo, I gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We got 1036. I'm just making a bunch. But you know, we gotta go. We gotta hit it. So, Again, it just, I, I go ahead, go ahead. It just shows. I mean, it just it just shows. I mean, there's people who are overcompensating with the position. Yeah. Like, like, like I'm. A, I don't even know if I should tell the story because this story is actually somebody who listens to this podcast. But let's just say this. Mm-hmm. No names. I, you don't need that. No names. Okay. Let's just say this. I I know a group of people where I got a home. His brother-in-law. One time, me and the homies were pulled over, mm-hmm. and it was me and and four of the Hispanic dudes, mm-hmm. and the homie brother-in-law, who's a white dude, said he would have pulled us over too, and it was his own 
fucking brother-in-law who said this to him. And it was, I was there. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, what did you just say? Like, why, why, why would you have pulled us over? Like, what, like, what did we do? Yeah. You, you were, you know, three Mexicans and a black dude in the car in Huntington Beach at three, two o'clock in the morning. What part of that was being a criminal? That's crazy. Luckily, when that did happen, it happened at two o'clock in the morning and we could have got fucking killed because they came off on every side of the car. This is a true story. <clears throat> like, that ass. True story. They came in Huntington Beach. They came on all sides of the cars at two o'clock in the morning. And we're like, we're just trying to get home. So I don't know. Some people overcompensate with the job and said what the dude was supposed to do with the job is protect and serve. You know, it's not a slogan. Because it, it, that's not even their slogan anymore. If you it, like, that's been oh, taken, that, that slogan's been taken off their car, everything. Oh, what's it, the slogan? Yeah. I, I don't know. What does it say now? Community, community. Yeah, some it's something different where it's just like they I I was about to say something very rude, but continue. Look, man, <laughs> there's things about that whole like just look. I know we're sitting there like there are it, it's not just a job. Like you brought up doctors and stuff, right? You know, one of the biggest like knocks on doctors is their lack of like empathy like they they kind of come in and just tell you what it is and roll out like they don't like you know what i mean I like no house you expect them to work though so. yeah like no like just it every day like no i'm just saying like to. it's it's one of those things where it's like that is like one of those things where it's their lack of like really getting to know their patients and stuff like honestly like if you're i'm here for a checkup like really talking they're kind of like you've been to a doctor's office what do you need is this is her like they're they're quick right they're they're on to it and not really taking the time with you and you know a lot of they do the same shit literally but, thousands I, and thousands but thousands I'm, what thousands i'm what i'm what i'm trying to tell you is, i know what you're saying i know no, what you're i saying. get your point yeah my point is this that is a knock on them right and yeah, sure. now nowadays they try to build that relationship. The one thing that police don't do is try to build, relationship build that relationship yeah. that they're working in. What they're trying. Ooh. To well, do, well, because you know why, though, like. No. And um, but what I'm saying is we know why they don't do it. The problem is there's the disconnect. Another one. If you're sitting here and I. I say this with all like truth and honesty. Like, no matter what, police are gonna kill black people. They're gonna kill people of color. They're just gonna do it, and they're gonna do it because of their inherent bias. Like, it is what it is. It is a like, something that is stereotypes. It's stereotypes, but it's something that has been here since the, de- mm-hmm. the creation of the police because of what the police were supposed to stand for in the first place. But it's one of those things where it's like we need in we need a a uproot of what is being a police officer. We need that all change and everything, but that won't, you can do a whole drastic change, but that would require, that would require something where you got to get rid of a mindset, a mind state. And that is a lot of officers right now where that they live on the job. But my thing is the reason why I brought up a doctor is because that is their career, right? That is what they're supposed to do. So if you're like a doctor that you have regular patients that you see all the time, you build that relationship. 
if you're a police officer and you, this is your career, this is not just your job, this is your life that you are saying for the rest of my life, this is what I'm going to do. Building a relationship with your with neighborhood, community. building a yep. relationship with people, building a relationship with like, yes, you're going to find yourself in tough situations all the time. But mm. you know what I mean? That also helps with, hey, I know how to pull a taser instead of first reaching for my gun. There's 25 a, years on the job, you can't make a mistake like that. You cannot make that mistake. And you can't, so you can't be it. Like like Chris Brock said, you can't be a pilot and be 25 years on the job and say, I accidentally flew to a yeah, fucking mountain. It just doesn't happen. It Why just doesn't it? happen. And my thing is, when you talk about a taser, your taser is in your non-dominant hand side. So when you first get in a reaction, you go to your dominant hand no matter what. She was, Why she, is that? The, it should be the opposite. Or I don't even know if it should be. The I don't opposite. know why she felt so spooked. I don't but know you know, he, but you know what? You know what I think too. We know what know because you know here's here's the thing though. Because of that story you just told me, Kev. You know she was training a rookie. Yeah, she was training there. That's what. That's saying. what you said when you said that story. Get some, let's get some yeah, action. Yeah. That's what she oh, was trying oh, to do. Some action. We got some action. Oh, we got some action. And, yeah. then, and she and she probably was out of control. Her her emotion was out of whack. Wanna wanna impress the rookies? Show the rookie what it was two of them, right? It was two or one. It was two. It was two rookies, right? I wanna impress the rookies. This conversation can go on forever, but it's like one of those things where it's just like, you know, I remember I was playing basketball uh at the park. And um after it, it was these kids that we just ended up playing with. That were there and afterwards they're white dudes and they started talking about like hey what do you guys think about the um you know the everything that's going on this was during uh last summer and you know uh, everybody kind of froze because it was like everybody froze but for me i was like these are the type of times where I'm just not going to freeze no more. I'm not going to sit there and hold my breath. I was just about to say, I was just about to say, not to, I want you to continue your story because I, I like the way, this, the way this is going. But I maybe I'm the problem because right now I'm not having those conversations with white people. But continue. Oh, no, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't sought out the conversation. Like, I, I it's one of those things. If somebody's going to bring it up, I'm going, you know, I, I'm going to say my piece because I feel yep. like, you know, well, to continue this story. Yeah. And, you know, my friends are there and it kind of, you know, they didn't really want to engage because right now this is the thing with people. It's like this kind of conversation that kind of play it out on how it plays out on social media. So you can have this back and forth, people getting angry. But, you know, I'm looking like I wish a motherfucker would with me and <laughs> with this conversation. You know what I'm saying? We're face to face now. So I'm going to see like how you like I'm more I'm going to be more bold face to face than on social media because social media is easy to do that it's easy to type whatever and uh, whatever so you know you guys invited this conversation so i'm not gonna be scared to have this conversation and talk so they simply were like you know my friends were kind of like they weren't frozen like they just you know i i, I just believe that people didn't want to have that comfort confrontation it's, it's hard yeah it's so it was like well, it's not easy and they started like bash, like the riots and all this stuff. And they were like, oh, they wanted to defund the police. And I was like, look, you got to understand one thing. I was like, oh, then who's going to come? I was like, you need to understand that police get money. Not, oh, I was like, first and foremost, we pay, like, if my job is working at Starbucks 
and I make a mistake on a drink, the customer has the right to yell at me, get me fired, all these things and do all of that stuff. Why do I not have the right to speak on a uh, on an officer doing their job wrong? Why do I not have the right? To, if I am paying you, this is my taxes that goes into, this is your taxes, this is everybody's taxes. And you are telling me right here, right now, you would rather this job, this cop continue doing their job and your taxes yep. pay for that black body that's uh, uh, being buried. Yeah, that, is, they don't. that is the, I was like, yeah. you, and you're not even thinking about it in that form. On top of that, you're talking about defunding police. You know, understand, do you not understand that police, not only do they get all that money from taxes that we pay, all that stuff, they get, they get donation after donation after yep. donation of yep. money from political campaigns and they go and feed to political campaigns. They do side jobs. They get money, a lot of it. And what they're doing with it, we don't know. We do not know what they're doing with all this money because they're not better at their jobs in any way, fashion, or form. No. How can we continue to keep seeing this? And on, honestly, now they wear a fucking camera that who's paying for that? Our tax dollars because we asked okay, them to wear a camera and, and they're still doing the same goddamn And they're still thing. doing the same bullshit. Thing, and thing. We, we just videotaping our own lynchings now. And you're, That's si- it. you're videotaping this stuff. That's why I didn't watch... I didn't watch Dante Wright's murder. I'm not gonna continue to watch this stuff because it's not you. You let me guess what happened. He tried to get away and she pulled out her damn gun. It's as simple as that. And then she says, "Oh shit, I shot him." Did y'all not hear the gun go off? The, right, yeah. Y'all didn't. Where, where do you think the bullet went, y'all? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. disappeared. <laughs> y'all didn't see. Like y'all, oh, like come on. Like this is the thing that just pisses me off. Where it's like. Everything that goes on these days is just like we we can make these arguments, we can have this conversation. For me, having that conversation there was like, you guys are trying to say one thing, but I'm going to give you that opposite because you're not going to sit here and try to talk to black people and try to convince us to come to your side, and you don't right. even understand what's going on on our right. side. That's why, like, I, I understand. I understand black people saying. Like I, I get it. I understand the people continuously saying they're sick and tired, and and we are, like I said, in t- t- we're we're gonna move on now because this has been a lot. Um, I, but I want to bring up what I started with this conversation this conversation with, which is trauma. The trauma that all of us black men it's not just men anymore women uh carry we don't want to carry this trauma but we carry this trauma because of how the police treat us in america um it's just it's becoming it's it's already unbearable but it's becoming unbearable and and i don't blame I don't blame people like um, when the mayor of Chicago came out and said for, for, for peace came out in peace and, and, and asked the city to, to not shoot. And I, um, I, uh, I, I prayed for the city of Chicago and I was thankful that from at least what I heard, it was a peaceful protest um, because we all know how Chicago get down. When, I mean, when, some, I would when Chicago goes to Chicago, 
not to cut you off, but to let you just so you finish, I would say it's like it feels. I'm not even in the city. I'm not in there, like you know what I'm saying. Like I, I, we've all done fairly well for ourselves. Like nigga, we all got our own places. We can, you know, places you know you can eat for ourselves. So if we all know somebody who was our. Uh, uh, what they call it, like when, when you know, you know, the upside down universe, where you can see the nigga who looks exactly like you, but but you know, but 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 his life is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? He looks exactly like you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so it, I, it, I just, you know, I, it weighs heavy on me, and I'm not in that struggle. You know what Trump. I'm saying? You know, like it's so, it like like and it weighs heavy, and I'm like, damn. Sometimes I walk around and, I, and I'm just like, I'm angry and I'm and I'm mad as shit, and I'm just like. And I have this fucking guard up, like, and if it's not with Trump or if it's not with these, you know, now white supremacist nationalists, it's like my guard is on 20. And so I was like, so I'm not even in that city, you know, right now I'm currently in California. And like, you know, so, but, but at the same time, I feel it. So imagine the niggas who feel it there. You have to. So I can't, that's, I can't, that's I can't. I, if they were to shoot it out, I, could, I can't blame them. I want to shoot I, the shit out and I'm not even that nigga. I, I I was trying to say it the nice way without saying it like you just said it, but just like I don't blame him. I want to shoot. I want to shoot the shit out. I'm like I'm not even I, like I, I don't. I wouldn't blame Chicago for Chicagoing. Look, and, man, and this is said many times before. And I'm gonna just put it this way: white people are very lucky that black people just want peace. Peace. Yep. We chilling. We don't want war. We chilling. We want peace, equality, that we want to be able to just go home. Like, look, uh, Carl Douglas said this on the, uh, or Carl Thomas. Yep, no, Carl Douglas, my bad. OJ's, uh, he was a part of the OJ uh, lawyer. He's the one on the OJ doc that is. Oh, I said OJ doc, yeah. yeah. yeah he's He was the a part of uh, Johnny Cochran's team. He said it like this. Y'all lucky that we just want those things and not revenge and not revenge scary but i'll tell you right now i am proud to be black i am proud y'all are proud to be black i am every day born black i'm gonna die black but i don't want to die because i'm black Ooh, that's a that's a bar put that in the verse that is that's a bar you gotta understand that you are and i say this to people right now like the thing about it is y'all you believe that you know people just believe like racism is what they see on tv or what they you know go through or being that in like in your face racism you don't understand that black people can deal with in your face racism because you know what? We prefer that and we'll beat your ass. Yes, we ain't yeah. scared of that shit no more. Like you ain't gonna scare us to go across the street. You ain't gonna do none of that because these youngins out here, these motherfuckers will run up on you and they don't give a fuck if you have a look, look. They don't give a fuck about none of that. Be racist. I dare you. And look, they got they got time. Exactly. Look, look, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna speak for the, everybody on this pod. I'm I, I, and I'm 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 gonna speak for y'all, even though I, I don't know y'all answer. But we are niggas, but we are not street niggas. Leave me out of the young nigga street shit. I'm trying to come I'm home. Out of that. <laughs> I don't I'm not I don't I, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about right now I'm, I'm trying to come home people don't ride for that shit no more you can die all that shit no, no. but what Desi talk about is you, you can I'm saying avoid. because these 
these young niggas are serious out here. Yeah, like they don't. Young people are strong. Like, they are headed, and they said we are not going. After I, I, not to change the subject, but I watched the Angela Yee video with uh how about how young Vaughn got killed, and I learned like the details about that shit. I was just yeah, like, that's, that's grimy. That was just some young nigga shit. Like, yeah, yeah. again, we're we're from again, we're all from the generation of where you you wherever you're going. If you see, if it's me, if it's us three, mm-hmm. we're walking. We see a group of 20 people in a circle conversating. We have to pass them. You do not walk through said circle, no. right? Yeah. You do not walk. You eat A, you go around. Yeah. You yeah. do not go set through said circle. Yeah. That's just, again, you don't know what they own. Maybe you don't know these niggas. You don't know nothing what's going on. Just out of respect or just not being on no street shit, you go around said crowd. Oh, yeah. It's easy to talk about not my not tough guy car because I'm not trying to outshine nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, 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 I'll give a nigga a pass in the street for real. Like, all right, cool, my man. You got it. You got it. like, like a nigga be like, man, so, you know, I'm one time I was in the club and he's, oh, you keep bumping it to me. All right, my man, you got it. And I know we got him on the flip. It ain't worth it. That, that energy ain't good. worth it. Like, I, as soon as even if somebody bumps I'm into trying to go home. Like, even if somebody bumps into it's, me, nowadays, it's my bad, even my if it's bad. your bad. It's yeah. my bad, and if it's even if it's your bad, it's my yeah, that's bad. That's what I say. It's my bad because I'm just like I my know. Bad. I'm a, my bad, G. Like I know I'm not a big person, but it's like you bump into me. I'm just not here for the drum. What I'm my speaking bad, of, what I'm speaking of, is just genuinely like. No, look, I get you. Yeah, just you. You think you're gonna scare somebody with this shit? No, we're not afraid of that shit. Like so that that is something else. But I mean, look. All this, and we can move on. I, I just say all of this, like, if you continue, you keep doing this to us, and we continue to fucking rise and rise and rise and rise. If you continue to do this to us, and we're going to get out of this ash, this fire, and rise once again. And you're going to keep our heads high, and we're going to continue to hold that trauma for all of us. And that's, you know, it's just sad because... You know, I get nervous thinking about my brothers. Like, I don't know what they do on a daily. I, I, I truly don't know what they do on a daily. And, you know, we have a group chat and we text each other. And it's like, if I don't hear from one of my brothers, I get nervous. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get worried. Like, you know, yeah. and. and it's some strange, strange, strange times. Yeah. Like, like I said, I, not to keep put, bringing up the dad card, but like I said, with all this shit happens, like it does something different to you when, you, so when your seed is out. Like, yeah, my seed is nine out in the world. You know, she's only, she's about to become up four months right now. But like, it does something different to you when you have a seed out in this world, man. It really does. You think about all this stuff. There's so many other fucking ways people get killed in this world that you got to worry about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get worried that my mom is used to be home alone in a big ass house by herself for most of the week. I'm Mm -hmm. so happy that my brother's back to be sitting there with her because I get nervous. Like motherfuckers can watch her routine and just run up on her. Like it it is one of those things where it's like, there's so many other ways to lose your life. And just to be like, when you're doing nothing and it's like, I worry about all of that shit. And on top of that, I'm worried about the ones that are not supposed to take your life. 
the ones that are supposed right. to make sure you're good, like that, the ones that are supposed to come and fix the situation versus exasperate right. it and make it worse. Right. It, it's and, that, and it just hurts. Like I hurt for all those people that are every single yeah. day that are facing this. And if it, we haven't, I'm I'm sorry, just no. That I was just gonna say that you know there is never gonna be closure on that because every single time, there's yeah. So, Fast forward six months, we lose another person, and it just brings that all. It back. just brings all. It just brings this trauma back. So, um, again, uh, will we say that to say prayers to all families that have lot been lost in you know too many to name. Obviously, the Indianapolis shooting that happened today at the FedEx, uh, the Wright family, um, uh, the Toledo family. And all the families that are infected, that have been affected of this senseless, senseless bullshit. Can I ask you, like an ignorant question? Sure. Um, I guess it's total ignorance on my part. Because I, I, I don't <laughs> go for like, I don't think about this ever in my life. Um, how do motherfuckers find guns? Like... Do they just search on a website and just get fucking ARs and all that shit? Like, I will. Well, in Vegas, there's plenty of gun shops out here, bro. No, I mean, you got to think fully automatics is only illegal in certain counties. Like, you know, like that's what I'm saying. Like, fully automatic. I know you can get gun, but no, no, you you can't get you can't California bans ARs, but Nevada don't. Neither does Denver. You can get whatever. I've, yeah, I'm just now starting to getting guns, and you know, this is I'm about to get one. But you have I, to get like, a permit, I, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to get a permit. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to do that route. I'm trying to do the other route, Kev. No, you well, got to bro. Well, okay, bro. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to buy some off the street. Keep, 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 keep that. Keep, keep. Look, you, you. That was that was Jarrell Wilkerson that said that. No. Um, uh, so, so you niggas is the fans now. I'm anyway, telling you, don't um, do that because you don't. First so I'm, I'm, that, but so living, so living in, the, like I said, living in Nevada is open my eyes to so much shit, um, especially guns. Like I said, I've, I've just kind of started getting into. Obviously, I've had and seen guns when I was in Cali, but like never thought about owning one. Um, but now since I'm here, and a lot of the people I work with are literally gun people, like they go. The gun ranges they go to you want to go to a gun range they go to outskirts of nevada and just start shooting go to outskirts of prim and just you know they talk about this all shit so i i ask questions all the time i'm I'm a question asker so like i just asked about like you know what i just want to protect my house like i just want to you know um one of the first guys came up to me and we're just like uh, he's a he's an older gent dude. He was like, "Well, you should definitely go get an RAR right now before all the liberals make you. You won't be able to buy any. Make sure you go buy one of them AR before you're on assault rifles before you're not able to buy any." And I'm and, and again in my head, I'm like, "Why? Why? We do don't you need it. <laughs> why do you? Why do you need? Why do you no, need exactly. ARs? What are you doing? That's my nigga. Question. You need why a do, snub nose at best. What why do you? Why do you need why? AR? Like, That's I, what I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to look like the dude that wanted to be an ad. Like, why do you need all, okay. what? Why do you need it? Why do you need an M16? Why do you need an AK47? My question. I guess obviously, yes, it's easy to get a gun. Like you can just go to gun store. <laughs> Are they not expensive? 
No. Damn. Okay, see that that's my mindset. It's like I don't like I would think it's that cheaper they were than, it's cheaper than buying a, a, a PlayStation 5. But that would be like a little handheld gun, right? Yeah, but if you're if you're about it, you can like that ain't rounds aren't shit. And if you like because it, it's the shit. rounds that make it more even more expensive. Like, yeah, but rounds you can find rounds for really decent cheap prices. Like there's gun auctions out here. Oh, there's this like a, man, there's a whole I'm, bunch of shit. I'm just totally ignorant to it all. Like yes, I want to go to a gun range. Or like because I just want to. Oh, I definitely I definitely want to do that too. And we can hit on that. So swinging the ship off of that let's talk about some brighter spots uh we could talk about the nba uh first and foremost kd uh, and, um that bitch motherfucker uh what his name at who's a bitch motherfucker what's his name i, 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 I was gonna bring up something else before i brought okay well let me let me do this first. higher learning remy oh. remy that bitch ass nigga remy bro <laughs> Let me let me say this first. First, I want to congratulate uh, my goat Dwayne uh, Wade for having ownership stake in the Utah Jazz. Shout out to Dwayne Wade for 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 leading the path for players to get stake in the game. He's not the first, obviously, he's been playing players. But shout out to D Wade for doing that. Shout out to Mickey Harrison for having class and came out and congratulating him. So shout out to D Wade for having stake in the Utah Jazz. One of the racist cunts in uh, states in the world. Um, that's, that's the only thing I'm gonna say is that yeah, it, it seems like <laughs> like hey hey D Wade hey buy two percent so you can let you know that all our friends don't hate niggas like like hey we love niggas we got Dwayne Wade. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the 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 crazy thing is to literally when they sign Dwayne Wade the the news of Dwayne Wade becoming the owner you hear uh, Donald Mitchell uh, tweaking his ankle. This is not a good omen. <laughs> this is not a good omen. Um, but um, yeah, we can we can hit on some NBA stuff. Obviously, uh, a lot a lot we missed on, and we're gonna be like I said, we're gonna hit on it more. Obviously, during the playoffs. We're going to talk about a lot of playoff coverages. We're going to talk about a, a lot of stuff. Um, obviously, since we've been gone, Jamal Murray uh, out for the season. Uh, everybody was talking about Denver looking like a dark horse. Shout out. Oh, let me sh- shout out to Dustin. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's hurting wherever he's at. The only uh, Denver, uh, true Denver uh, uh, sports fan that I know, he's a Bronco and uh, I he guess doesn't just nugget. like to let you know the 10 listeners that we had <laughs> once we started talking that to, to, uh, don't bring that shit back on the pod. Just want to let you know. The chicken Nuggets, stop. man. Shout out to the listening. Chicken Nuggets, man. Shout yeah. out to Chicken Nuggets. Yeah. Amen. Um, anyway, but um, yeah, so obviously uh, the MVP race has taken a, a huge turn with Bron being out. Joel Embiid been in and out, Dame slumping, Steph Curry on fire for the last week and a half, but you know, still a, still a, still, a, I think he's a nine seed right now or a ten seed right now. Um, <laughs> Wiseman being out. Um, Russell Westbrook averaging a triple double and nobody in the basketball world talking about it. Um, that just sucks, man. It's a lot going on, and obviously AD today has been officially cleared for uh, on-contact workouts. 
I, I know Rail would clap for that. Um, yeah. He's gonna play. He's yeah. gonna play. <laughs> he's gonna play fifteen minute burst. Time uh, because we just lost um, drumming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, okay. So let me get this off too. As a as the as a Blazers fan on here, Lamarcus Aldridge uh, recently retired. Um, those of you who know me, uh, this is not the time for me to say anything negative about Lamarcus Aldridge. So I'm going to just say this. I'm trying not to be an asshole. Um, he made the right decision uh, for him and his family. If he had a, a I think it was a, 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 un, a unbeaten, not an unbeaten heart. What was it called? Like his heart was a regular heart, regular heart, a regular heart. Um, he's he's making the right decision for him and his family. He's yeah. definitely made enough. He's definitely made enough money uh, in his career. Um, again, it's being a Blazers cause fan, because I'm Portland, seven, I didn't I didn't know he had none. Seven-time All Star, uh, third in uh, in in all-time Blazers uh, scoring. <laughs> um, had one of this like. You, you like just a bucket, like uh, left wing turnover, left shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's he's he's a bucket, like one of and, and he play and he balled out in one of the hardest eras for a power forward in the Tim Duncan. Nigga, he beat the lake, he beat the Lakers single handedly this year. Like, again, I don't turn around jumpers. I, I'm not like, again, his he, I, we can have the conversation if he's a Hall of Famer. Um, it's the NBA, um, but. I, I will like I will say this and and th- not a lot of people talk about this the year Damian Lillard's second year I think it was 09 08 um I can't remember off the top of my head uh where him West uh Wesley Matthews Nicholas Batum Robin Lopez uh I want to say Alan Crabb was on that bench that team was a dark horse championship team, and he was the best player on that team at that time. So Lamarcus should be proud of that. He had a great career. But the only thing I I don't necessarily like about Lamarcus is that how he treated Dame in his early years, and I'll never understand that. But shout out to him for uh, knowing when to quit because a lot of you know a lot of times players don't know when to quit uh, to kind of to walk away and we know we saw the same situation with Chris Bosch basically with the blood clots hit him being forced to walk away from the game. Um, so yeah, man, uh, I, I know I just do a lot of get do a lot at you guys again about the NBA. I didn't even bring up, uh, everybody's favorite Brooklyn Nets. Um, so what kind of, what, 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 uh, interests you guys in what's going on in the league right now? Um, I will say, it sucks that Lamarcus Aldridge does that happen. Now, in all honesty, uh, he he had a, a such a, a career with such upside. Like you know, he he was drafted by the Bulls and they traded him on draft night to the Blazers, yep. and for yep. Ty for Tyus Thomas, rest in peace, Tyus Thomas. Um, <laughs> Tyus uh, Thomas was two years away from two years away. Yeah, so he still um, he still has potential. I'm still waiting on his potential to, to unfold. But, Continue. That, but uh, that, uh, just one quick thought that doesn't make Brooklyn any less dangerous. They were more dangerous and they couldn't play uh, Aldridge against us, but they would have went to the east with that bullshit and probably, I mean, either way, I mean, ran through the east. 
Right? They would have read. I mean, I mean, Aldridge at the five would have would have would have caused problems because he was effective. He was hitting jumpers early. He, he yeah. destroyed them. Huh? Destroyed them. Well, they, destroyed them. But they also would have worked it. No, full full strength. They also blew that fucking lead. It, no, I'm saying Drummond. Drummond gave. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying anybody gave him an easy twenty. Anybody yeah, other any anybody gave him forty. I saw anybody. in the first half the other day people were praising DeAndre Jordan for playing good defense on Joel Embiid. And he had like twenty. And I laughed yeah, uh, in the second points. half because Joel Embiid did what Joel Embiid did, which is kick DeAndre Jordan's ass. And if I don't get one thing at, in the playoffs, I just want I want Philly, New Jersey. I want Philly. I want Brooklyn. I also call them New Jersey. They're still New Jersey next to me. I want Philly. <laughs> I want Philly, uh, Brooklyn. That's, I need that. I, yeah, yeah. That we because gotta see it now. The untold thing too that I don't know if you did you watch the game, bro? Jesse, yeah. did you watch the game? I did. No, I didn't. I didn't watch. You watch some of I've never, and I'm not putting. I'm not putting spinners on this, and I'm not exaggerating. I've never seen anybody guard Kyrie like I say all oh, Matisse Stiebel guard Kyrie. Ever. He made, he makes him work. He was the best yeah, he makes defender work. I've seen on Kyrie Irving. He stripped Kyrie because like he, three times. Because he he's long, the ball Kyrie three he, times. Three times. Because he he's long. Him. I've because never he's long seen that. And he can move his feet. He's so long, Paul's and then he never can move his feet. Also, again, I'm uh, not exaggerating. Never seen anybody play better D. Maybe I mean Clay in the finals did his thing, but Kyrie still cooked them. I've never seen anybody. No, Kyrie frequency Clay's ass. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he, Clay's, he could Clay's ass, but I'm saying, oh, but like, also, he still played good defense. Kyrie was still reeling and he was still hurt from. Oh, when, you want to throw that in there? When Schroeder called him a nigga, he was still hurt. <laughs> <by it. laughs> <laughs> His head oh, yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie was not in the right space. I'm so hey, glad we hey, talked about that. I'm so glad. No, but I will be. Re- I will reactions to that. We'll be at thoughts when I first heard that. No, we will talk about that later. <laughs> but again, I, 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 again, the matchups on the the matchups, the matchups between Philly and New Jersey, and I keep on New Jersey and Brooklyn. Again, I don't know who guards KD. I, I guess you want to put Ben, ben on him. Ben I guess you again. I guess you put Ben on him. Because Danny can guard, Danny can guard James. Danny's gonna guard James Harden. Yeah. Okay. Or Tobias Harris. No, Tobias Harris gotta guard Joe. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris can't get through screens, and Danny Green can't get through screens anymore. But I, I, again, that's the best matchups um, that I saw. Again, thought again. I, I thought I didn't think I, I knew Matisse Thibault was a problem on defense, but I've never seen. That kind of defense played on Kyrie like that. I mean, like I just haven't seen it. I just don't think unless Embiid has to go nuclear. But like, I think his defense will give gives him a chance against Kyrie because like that was the that was my only thing in my mind where I was like, who's guarding Kyrie? Like, if you tell me Danny Green, just stop talking to me. (laughs) That was my only issue. I was just like, okay, well, yeah, Embiid Embiid is gonna kick DeAndre's ass. He's gonna kick. Uh, uh, their best defensive lineup causes problems offensively, though, because because yeah. because Thibault can't do shit, and you rather have Seth out there, and right. and and sometimes you don't know what you're gonna get from uh, Danny Green, and that's why they're waiting on George Hill just in case Danny Green keeps missing fucking jumpers like he does. So so it just right. depends on what, what. I mean, obviously you want 
Ben Simmons to guard Kevin Durant. I mean, and, then they, and yeah. then they have absolutely no answer. I mean, and B should go 40 in, in 19 this whole series. Like, like yeah. nothing. I mean, if he wants to be in the cat, if he wants to say shit like he's in the same category as Shaq in the playoffs, this, he, this season he is. Um, I don't know, man. I don't think I see Embiid do the shit that Shaq ever did. For 36, he has Shaq numbers. You and your fucking Oh, did I just throw stats? You and your your fucking nerds again with this stupid stat shit. How was that stat? I just said per 36. Per 36, but I'm talking about how many free throws does he shoot a game? What is he, like, in double digits? He has to lead the league of free throw for shooting. Yeah, because stupid people keep fouling him. No. And he's smart. He draws fouls. No, he draws fouls. MB is too big. Of I'm, a sorry. And, and, and I'm sorry. MB makes his free to 87% free throw shooter. And Shaq was a no comment. 57. 57. Um. <laughs> Shaq got these, though. Yeah, yeah. Shaq, Shaq got, got rings. Shaq got those. Shaq got these, though. For sure. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to move on. I think we kind of went long. So if any anything else you guys are going to want to hit on, uh, um, towards the I'm, end, I'm hoping here. that that um, Jamal Murray stays healthy. I mean, I'm honestly, I, I I'm it's so, so late I, in the season. Not. Next season's fucked up too. But this is this is what Michael Porter Jr. wants. He wants to be the dude. I'm so more shots, excited. More for shots on your plates. More shots. I'm on so your I'm so excited for the Western Conference playoffs this year because yeah, yeah. it's such a dog fight. Like you know, you you got the Lakers coming back. We coming back. Just right when you think we're dead, the music hit, and Braun coming back, and then we and we and we, and we coming back rejuvenized. We go, we gonna make a run. So you know, we got the Clippers. You know, they got Rondo. So uh, and they mean they undefeated. Clippers haven't lost got, without Rondo. Right, I didn't yeah. bring up the Clippers. I mean, the Nuggets. I mean, the, the Jazz just lost. The Donovan Nuggets are still good. Jazz. Jazz just know, lost. It's, it's, I'm telling you right now. But here's my thing, and I'm going. I'm going to go on the record right now. I I'm going to go on the record. Western Conference Finals. I think it's going to be. Phoenix and the Lakers. I really like Phoenix this year. Like they're like I really like everything Phoenix. Like I don't think there's a team other than the Lakers that could put Phoenix out. That's how good I think Phoenix is. I think the Clippers can put them out. They have nobody to guard Devin Booker. Literally nobody to guard Devin Booker. I almost closed this laptop right now, but I know how that would just like who's gonna guard book? Who's gonna guard book? Cause he don't say Kawhi. Hey, you just need to guard him for a couple of possessions. Keep it close to guard him for a couple of possessions in the fourth quarter. I think Paul George was like Taylor made to guard, but that, I'm like, you just need you just need a couple of possessions, not an think, entire game. You just need it down. I think I week. think Paul George is like literally Taylor made to go up to guard Booker, and then you put Kawhi just like help side, just staying on um and they're deeper. Um, yeah, like I just. They're again, deeper. I know everybody has this feeling about the Clippers. These again with Rondo, these aren't your mother's Clippers anymore. Uh, They're just not. Clippers gonna oh. clip. <laughs> now fuck the Clippers. I don't fuck about no Clippers. Um. All right, so uh, I don't want to dig too deep in this because I probably want to save it for another pod. But uh, one of the things I kind of want to hit on, uh, very briefly, is just what a bad year it's been. For Nike, um, first starts off year. 
with the VP's uh, son reselling sneakers uh, under their nose. Then they had the the wrongful suit of Little Nas X for for what other people thought was a shoe that they made. So they wrongfully tried to sue Little Nas X when he was uh, in no wrong. They didn't. They didn't try to sue. It was the company. They didn't try to sue. No. Yeah. Well, they they sued the little the company that Little Nas X they was collabing with to make the yeah, shoe. They put a they put a hold on there. Like a, a cease and des- yeah, a cease and desist. Um, yeah. Still, again, but based off of what because of people who didn't do dig deep at all thought Nike were making the stupid devil shoes. Yeah, of course. And people okay, like- so, so people people burning and doing stupid stuff again. All right, so not even that. So that's two. And then now Nike being sued by the Postal Service for a, a collab shoe that they didn't even name yeah. or ask permission to make the fucking shoe. So again, we're what, four months into the year? Oh, and then, so this is number four. Nike trying to refurbish shoes where people think this is a good idea. They're going to, so people, Nike's, Nike is trying to sell again. I'm not, I don't want to dig too deep in this because we can save it for another time. Nike wants to try to refurbish and resell you shoes and people want to spin it as Nike's looking out for the environment they're you know they're they're so green Nike's trying to spin it as yeah Nike's Nike is trying to make more money by reselling you the shoes that they already sold you yeah. again I'm a hypocrite because I got all these Nikes behind me but just an awful year for Nike out the gate out the blocks and to be a hundred percent honest they haven't really super duper duper dropped any heat this year at least as far as right now in my mind in my mind they dropped the uh i mean so okay i agree like and i'm sure and i'm sure other things are coming down the pipeline because i already saw the laylee mays yeah i want those are fire shout out to her i'm like okay i I agree getting her third nike sneaker in in the sense of like new no they haven't dropped anything like new like because those uh the raging bulls the, the, raging, well those are those are hard they're money, hard but, but they're those came out years ago that that's they came out so years that, ago. that's my thing about nike you got the cosmic in, in the so cosmic much. unity the cosmic yeah. unity those are fire i like those those are one of the best nike shoes i've seen in a while my i, I just about, haven't reached out and got them yet my thing about them and I did, I did like the uh, the Air Max Bacon's. Um, I took an L. Air Bacon's, but um, like my thing about Nike is like, you guys already resell us the same shoes by just doing new drops of the same shoe. Like my uh, my one thing that's gonna piss me off is like, all right, this is well, what you call Inception, Jesse. Yeah, it, <laughs> it pisses me off because it's like we're not dumb. Like you're gonna resell these shoes, and look what it said. If they're in good condition, they're going to take it. They're going to look at it. And if it's in great condition, if these shoes are in great condition, you're going to put it back on the rack for like a 10% discount and still sell it for like $200. Like, it's not like you over here getting it's going to be It's going to be GameStop for sneakers. It's in fucking section. It's going to be GameStop for sneakers. That's on. Look, look. And that is their way. That's their way of trying to take down. And I say this as I say this as a person 
who uh up until a couple of months ago owned you know a small portion of nike stock i, I put i put some money in bitcoin and i have some nike stock but still so if i'm just a greedy motherfucker i'd be like sneakerheads gonna sneakerhead go ahead and refurbish that shit fuck it but i'm also looking at as a person that's like really you guys are some people are like nike really gonna sell this to us like this like you're gonna play the we're looking out for the environment card you really gonna do this but i guess hey, man, game stop it is what it is yeah I don't, it is what it is i don't know um, all right uh, i'll go ahead anybody else got anything hit on before we check the deuces up Hey man, that Falcon and Winter Soldier go hard, bro. Don't I about to say don't tell me the latest episode I haven't watched it yet. I haven't I haven't watched it either, but that Falcon okay, and Winter Soldier go hard. No, I'm I'm in I'm definitely enjoying Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um I can't I, wait till re, it's over. Re, re, rest in peace, DMX, man. That's yeah, yeah, rest man. in peace, rest in peace, Earl Simmons, DMX. Um I wanted to tell a dope DMX story. I'm I'm gonna say I guess I'll say I'll, I'll say it right now. So again, I'm 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 cherry picking from what I heard on BOMM. Uh, uh, if you guys heard, um, I'm sure we all we're all Cole fans here. We all know uh, Elite 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 Elite, mm-hmm. right? One of the producers that work with Dreamville. He's he's has he has hits with Ari Lennox, Cole. Um, he started in Rough Ride. He was on BOMM uh, last Monday, and he told a story about. DMX that I thought was fucking incredible. Uh, so in 1997, uh, DMX um, was performing at a club in Philly, and he got on stage, and he was playing his first set, and the crowd was going crazy, and a dude who was in the front row threw some water at him and it hit DMX. And this is 1997. So DMX hops off stage, beats this dude's ass, (laughs) hops back on stage while the crowd is still buzzing. And he literally grabs the mic and says, well, you guess, I guess, you know, they don't know who we be. And the DJ plays, they don't know who we be. And the crowd went crazy. And he, and it, the elite was like, shout out to the DJ for like, maybe that wasn't even part of the set right there. For like having that queued up for the perfect moment, for the perfect spot to drop that. I had to reiterate that story. That that story was so hard. That was just so 1997, so DMX that he hop out when somebody throws some water on him, whoops his ass, hops on stage, and be like, "Well, I guess they don't know who we be." And I just mean, look, drop the song. I, I, I like I like the <laughs> fire. Like you know what? I believe it because oh, yeah, I believe I, because I mean, you got to think like a nigga DMX. I mean, I seen him in the clothes venue where. Wait, it, it was pretty it was pretty intimate like you know and that shit was tight to where I'm like nigga it, nigga it, it could go down in here so imagine him in Brooklyn at the at the at the, at the you know at the ballroom you know and that shit I mean, <laughs> look, I, I say this um 
I, I said 2000s. It's like the beginning of the 2000s is like when hip hop went from like you could always credit Biggie, you could always credit Pac. Like, of course, they took it to another stratosphere, but um, it became pop music in the 2000s. That's where I was like, that's to me where it's like, you know, they weren't just outliers. Now all rappers were becoming, you know, that's where you get Nelly, you get all that. But DMX was just as much a part of taking hip hop to that next level. Man. 100%. And again, I don't want to go long, but like Joe Budden on his podcast was talking about like with no cosign, DMX held down the most popular record label in rap. Mm-hmm. He was Def Jam. Mm-hmm. He saved Def Jam. He saved, he saved Def. He saved Def. He saved Def Jam. He saved Def Jam. A nigga from a, a street nigga from Yonkers with no and, backing and from was, anybody. Yeah, and just was a dope Def Jam. He was just the, like, and it wasn't one of those like. He That's the legacy that everybody should think about. He's he wasn't just a rapper that was like you know he was down to earth on top of that and you know of course he struggled with what he struggled but he, you know a man that yeah. went through a lot of pain and you know uh, Swiss said it best like he felt everybody else's pain. I was watching the verses again. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I need to watch that again. It was like yeah. I, I just thank God that it was like I never ever got the opportunity to see it, it was just. Next. Uh, perform and but man, I just thank God because that was my opportunity to see him perform. Yeah, yeah that that I'm just that, that he got to see. No, how I'm a weirdo. I pay attention to shit well, like this. I so from when it viewed, he had it had a million views or so. But since his passing, it's like the most watched verses ever yeah, now. And like, you know how many verses have been watched now. Y'all, y'all, y'all know my homegirl Vanessa. She, she's always been excellent. That's who I, um, that's who I went to go see. Who, who I went to go see DMX with. But that it's you know I look at I look at everything he was doing, like from the verses, um, just being back, you know, doing more interviews, being more accessible, talking about you know his life and his struggles and shit. Like and just I don't know, man. It just it's kind of just. I don't know, man. It just kind of like I don't know. Right when I, I, it just like kind of like when he got to a certain point, and it's like, then this happened. It's like, damn. It was like yeah. I, he just he just had a versus like, and he yeah. was happy, you know, like 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 you know what I'm saying, like I, you know, you just want to see the nigga happy because you know shit weighs heavy on him. You know, there's yeah. certain shit in the people world that shit weigh heavy on him. So you just want to yeah. see the nigga happy. So I mean, it yeah. Just, shout out crazy. to DMX. Shout out to his family. Um. Uh. Shout out to everybody that streamed DMX during his passing. It was number one on iTunes for the longest. I I stopped. I I mean, DMX ain't never left my playlist, but I've been nonstop playing uh, Dark Man X since his passing. I've been playing. And you just, that man, like, again, had grown man barking. Like, what? Had grown man barking. He was talented, bro. Like, 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 no, when I say uh, nobody, nobody rapped like him. Yeah, but, voice, here's, but, but here's the, why. Here's, here's why. I gotta. Here's why I gotta give him his flowers because he came in with such a unique cadence when everybody was, yeah, zoo, did it, but did it, but, and everybody was rapping the same way. He came in and when, when nobody wanted to be different and say, and you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Like nobody sounded like DMX, like. So you so your so young thugs and all the niggas with the squeaky voices now and, and everybody, you know, like you you made a, the nigga made overalls look cool. Like yeah, 
Period point blank. The nigga man overalls look good. Man, Jean Jack. Right. Man, Jean, man. We will be this, here. Like, yeah, in a in a in a day and age where everything is sounding the same. Like that, that was the difference between hip hop then yeah. and now. It's like yeah. you're just doing what's success. And that's what happens when you make it, you know, it's the pop, most popular music uh genre. Um, in the sense of like it's pop music. I, obviously, you know anybody will argue like country makes way more, and country does its thing. I'm not hating on that, but mm-hmm. like just as a popular music, Shout when, Taylor Swift. When it becomes popular, she's not country, but anyway, <laughs> um, it becomes popular music. Country pop. You do what's successful, and you start hearing more and more similar things. Uh, I would just dare, like I would love to have an artist with that uniqueness that comes in and natural uniqueness, naturally unique. Na- like what DMX did was just natural. Well, we had him, Jesse. And again, we, we got to end this, but we had him and they took him away from us. Pop Smoke. I would say so, but Pop Smoke, uh, when I listened to Pop Smoke, there was a lot of, you can tell his influences even, in his music, and I'm saying what I'm saying. You even DM no DMX even said on Drink Champs he hears no. himself in Pop Smoke. No, I definitely I know no I agree. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying no. is there was a lot of you. I'm saying just purely unique, like in the sense, oh, yeah, 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 everything they're doing is new, different, yeah. new, and it's hard today to do something like that because mm-hmm. hip hop. You know, Bomani Jones said it on uh, his other podcast, not a sports podcast. The reason why mm-hmm. we, as we get older, or you know, as music continues to go, we're not so much about lyrics, or we're not so much about all that stuff no more, is because we haven't found as you know, as black people, as you know, people of making music, we haven't found the new like thing yet. The new, you know, we were from jazz, we went this, we made create, create hip hop, we created this type of. We haven't found the new, the new, like you can say what hip hop is doing now, but we haven't found the new unique thing that sets people apart. And I would love to hear that. And I, I hope my brain is open to listen to that. Listen to that. Be open to it because it's, you know, it's one thing to ask for it, and then when somebody tells you, "Hey, there's it is," and you just fucking ignore it, but. Um, I would like to see like where where it evolves to because we do need we do need an evolution and that's no knock on any artist today they're doing their thing and I know there's a lot of talented artists right now doing their thing but that evolution that next level that net doing the next thing and creating something completely new that um, people haven't heard uh, I would love to hear that and. DMX did that with the evolution of hip hop. Like he evolved hip hop that way. So, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well said. All right, guys. I think that'll do it for us. Thank you, thank you. And again, we apologize for the lack of content and podcasts. Um, we from now on, we have a, we feel like we have a set schedule, and we will be back in your podcast. Uh, hopefully, every Monday you can hear from us. And if, uh, again, during the playoffs, we might be uploading uh, a lot sooner than that, probably twice a week, three times a week, whatever we decide to do. Uh, But right now, as of right now, every Monday, you should have a podcast from us talking about the bullshit, talking about stuff you love, talk about what's going on in the world. 
Um, them boys are looking for real. He moving to Vegas. He gonna be having some right. Yeah, right. You have to so, you have to check in real after we, yeah, he moves. You be careful with all that gambling. You gonna have some leg breakers looking for you. Yeah, right? for sure. All right. If so if I die, I die. Wow. All right. So for me, Kev, Jesse, uh, Rail, we're those millennials, and we're out.